Okay, everyone, I'm so excited because this is the first video on my new channel, X-Men Trove, where I'm going to be covering everything X-Men. That's going to be reviews for the shows, comics, figures, anything under the sun of X-Men I'm going to be covering to the best of my ability. I'm going to start with focusing on the original animated series so it can lead up to the continuation of it in X-Men 97. I am watching the original animated series from the lens of I watched it all as a kid and I don't remember any of it because I was so young. So I'm watching it with fresh eyes. So please just keep the talk about the episode that we're on or past episodes and save spoilers for somewhere else. So this is going to be a spoiler review of episode one. And if you enjoy anything X-Men, make sure to subscribe. I'm going to be doing so much X-Men stuff. And if you like me in general, I also review movies, TVs, and do celebrity interviews on my other channel, Steve Varley Show, to make sure to subscribe as that as well. So let's jump into this. This is X-Men, the animated series, season one, episode one, Night of the Sentinels, part one. This released on October 31st, Halloween, 1992. 1992 being my birth year, so... I was just a baby when this came out and just watching it now the theme song slaps as much as I remember it's one of the best theme songs ever and just fits the tone of the show perfectly and the X-Men and it's a great intro card I love all the introductions of the characters and their names flashing there and that they show each side of the mutants fighting each other by the end of the intro it's quick hits the point, and it hits hard, so I, I really love the intro. Now, with this premiere, it opens with Sabretooth is actually the first mutant we see, and he's wreaking havoc on the city, and it's causing mutant hysteria. There's a nice cut from the TV showing that on the news to actually coming out of the TV to Jubilee's foster parents. And the foster dad is like, she's one of them. She needs help. So the dad wants to send her to a mutant control agency, which can be a big part of this episode. And then, like all old TV shows, you get really, like, funny, silly moments that are just great to see. That wouldn't be as funny back in the day, but the mob saying, what if she isn't a mutant? He goes, are you kidding? Look what she did to the VCR just by touching it. And the VCR's, like, got a little dent in it. I thought that was just great. This leads to a sentinel arriving to get Jubilee, and what we'll learn by the end of the episode is that there's this man with the shades who's working at the control agency or even just with them and sending out sentinels to find these mutants that they're using the control agency to get their real identities. That's why this sentinel, when he sees Storm and Rogue or Gambit, can't identify them in this episode. They don't have their records in that mutant control agency. But when the sentinel arrives to Jubilee's house, she's already gone. She's already heartbroken by overhearing her parents. It's a great introduction to Jubilee and a great classic type of X-Men story to go with about them feeling different and not accepted and not loved. But when the Sentinel leaves, it's a nice match cut from going from that to the robot in the arcade machine that Jubilee is playing. And she says, they're ashamed of me. I thought they loved me. So again, going great into the character already of Jubilee, who we're starting out the show through. But I love when the giant Sentinel's walking in town and <laughs> you just hear a kid go, mommy, buy me that. And the thing's ginormous. And then a great humorous line is Jubilee fries the arcade machine with her power. And the arcade owner goes, hey, you know how much that game costs? And she's like, yeah, a quarter. That was just great. Those kind of lines just always make you laugh even today. But this is where she bumps into Rogue and Storm at the mall in their regular clothes. And Gambit's also in the mall looking like Gambit always does. But it's funny because... I really like how this episode introduces every character and blends them naturally into the story through Jubilee's eyes. I think that was really effective that we're meeting them as Jubilee is. And 
my favorite voice actor so far is Rogue's voice actress. She has the best voice. I love it. And she has a great line here because Storm brings the lightning out and Storm's like, Storm, mistress of the elements, I command you to release that child. And Rogue goes, lighten up on the speeches, sugar. That was great. And then we get to see Storm in her full getup, which is awesome. Storm is my favorite x-man so i'm really happy that even the intro episode gives her a lot of time to shine here and we get to hear the theme music at this moment and again those like hysterical lines looking back where they're very 90s where jubilee's like did you see what she did and storm's like yes rogue has a way with men that's just oh my god and it keeps going right because then you have gambit at the shop talking about cards and he's like they feel great and the clerk's like like anything else and then winks just too funny and it's a cool sequence where gambit saves jubilee but then jubilee saves gambit we see her powers for a bit and better action and it leads to our introduction of the one and only cyclops who fries the sentinel and again this feeling of seeing everything through jubilee's eyes really is effective to the viewer it continues with her waking up in the hospital bed at professor xavier's school of the gifted they could have started it where we saw the school of the gifted but that would have been way less effective. I like how they did it, discovering it through Jubilee. She sees like Beast walking on the ceiling and Morph watching TV mocking the president. And he's morphing into the president and even Jubilee herself, which freaks her out. And there's an important line when Jubilee sees the screens and the monitors here. The president is like, we recognize mutants are dangerous to mankind. But what's cool about that sequence of her seeing the monitors is a little shot, if you catch it, of our first shot of Magneto from the back. So I thought that was really cool. I watched it twice. I didn't catch it till the second watch. So we meet Professor X and Jean Grey. And it opens with a great line from Professor X. Where he's like, I knew the existence of the X-Men would be revealed to the public one day. But not like this. So it's great to kind of get a feel of how he thinks. And a little back round there too of that this is the first time that the x-men are like exposing themselves so publicly and he's not happy about being this kind of way and then we get to see who so many people are waiting for is wolverine and it's smart they saved him for later in the episode so it hit a little harder and you don't want to upstage wolverine having him come too early and she runs into this training sequence that wolverine and gambit are doing and they're actually fighting though through it that's what's great about wolverine that he just fights with everybody but there's a great moment here where storm takes jubilee outside and explains that no one knows they'll be a mutant at birth they discover extraordinary powers at jubilee's age where she's a teenager and storm has this great moment where she's using showing off her powers a bit and she explains that they learn at the school how to control their mutant powers for the benefit of mankind this is so important this is the professor x way and jubilee's like then why do people hate us and she says people fear what they do not understand great great writing there so then we'll see professor x is figuring out what's going on here with this mutant control agency that they're exposing all these identities of mutants that something's up and someone's behind this and that's when we cut to that mysterious man in the shades and he's talking to jubilee's foster parents now and after that he tracks her down with the two sentinels but what's so interesting is that the professor sends a team now to go to the mutant control agency to get rid of these files and cyclops is worried you know he's the leader right now and he says didn't you teach us to use our powers to benefit mankind so ordinary people wouldn't fear us now this professor is like i'm afraid we have no choice so it's gonna again start this conflict the mutants have and which way to go and how to approach humanity when to be aggressive when to not and i thought this was very interesting that they had cyclops worried about this in this moment even to some like Professor X, and kind of calling him out a bit about his ideals, but him saying, you know, afraid we have no choice. So it's just starting to show you the little seeds of like how interesting X-Men can get with philosophy 
about these kind of things. And I love Wolverine right there shows up and says, what's the matter? Teacher's pet got cold feet talking about Cyclops. There's nothing better than watching Wolverine and Cyclops bicker with each other. So then when they go to this facility, Rogue's telling Beast that she kissed her boyfriend at 13 and put him in a coma. That's how she found out about her power of absorbing strength and that this made boys not into her. And I love Beast is like, well, don't worry, I had dandruff. It's such a random line. But she says an important line that it killed her dad when she found out she was a mutant. Like this, this broke him. This is something Cyclops responds saying they all went through that. So again, really good stuff they kind of throw in there in a big sequence that's about to be a lot of action that they're still giving us information about these mutants and their past. And then what's interesting is in Rogue Ponders, what makes us like we are. And in response, Beast lays out scientific reasons why they're the way they are. Morph says progress, but the best is Wolverine says lousy luck. And it's it's great they do this because it's showing you their different point of views about just being a mutant in general and how they became a mutant. And there's so much great humorous lines this episode. Another one is when Wolverine just rips open this metal door and Beast is like, the guard's keys? And he's like, so I'll buy him a new door. That was so great. I hope the new show keeps this kind of tone but this is a great x-men sequence right like when you perfectly use different heroes and their abilities together right so you have wolverine sniffs the beams out storm uses the mist to expose them and beast swings on the pipes i love that kind of creativity i love that effort put into just a small sequence like this it really pays it off and makes you appreciate their teamwork and it's a cliffhanger because this is a part one so that cliffhanger is them opening the door to the guards. Just love the closing credits too. So 90s are just these 3D models of the characters and explains their powers, which is just great. I thought that I thought that is so funny to see. But overall for a premiere, I'm giving it an 8.8. .8. It's a solid start. It does such a good job of introducing these characters that are iconic through Jubilee's eyes. It made it more interesting and you're just kind of waiting to see who's going to be revealed next. And it got necessary information to you from the past for these characters. And it had fun team action sequences, like I said, that last sequence. And it's a good way to start a part one leading into a part two and see how this story with the Sentinels wraps up. So let me know what you thought of this episode if you're re-watching it or if you're watching it for the first time as an adult like me. I'd love to hear your thoughts. I read every comment. Make sure to subscribe if you're an X-Men fan. We do so much X-Men stuff. And I appreciate you guys. Can't wait for this channel to kind of keep going now and see if you guys like it or not. I appreciate any help I can get and I'll see you next time.